Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, rose life with that TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. This is the Locker Room Guys brought to you by Real App. Real App is a sports gambling app that helps you with gambling advice and trends, including player props, spreads, over-unders, you name it, they got it. If you want to win some bets, download the Real App in the App Store for free today. Luke, how'd the TikTok picks go this week? Five and one, baby. We're back. <laughs> oh, we lost the the parlay, but... Yeah, but still, I mean... I mean, that, I said it. It's like we only needed the week, week one and two... You start to get, get a feel of things. Obviously, you make an assumption on teams, and then they completely go, completely derail. Like, for example, Washington, I thought it was going to be horrible because they had Penix as their quarterback. They're actually good. Lost that, that, that one lost week one. That was just an example. But, yeah, now it's three weeks in. It's like you start to feel out how good teams are, and you get the classic lines. You you see lines, and you go, that's no way it should be like that. So then you go against it, and you, that helps. And you don't know that week one and two. You, once it gets past, like, the first two, three weeks, you start to figure that shit out, how good teams really are, what the line should be, and then it becomes a lot easier. The one you missed is uh, Nebraska. Nebraska, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I would I want to touch if, – if it was – If the line same, wasn't that, even if like it was begging the, you to Even if it, it was the same line and Scott Frost was their coach, I wouldn't have touched it. I touched it because Scott Frost wasn't there. And I was like, oh, maybe they get a little fire under them and – and Oklahoma was struggling, but I mean, like to start. I mean, they smoked them, so obviously they're good. But that's just a bad bet. You just tip the cap to the fucking Vegas on that one. But I'll take it five and one. We're back. Don't let us get hot. Oh yeah, definitely subscribe to the or subscribe. Fucking follow the TikTok. Follow Instagram too. Instagram went wild. We uh, sent out a fan appreciation post. You guys like the shit out of it, so that's fucking awesome. Uh, we've only been sailing up since college started, but uh. We're going to start this week with the NFL headlines. And what better game off to start with than the Bears playing the Packers. And, uh, I mean, so we were talking about, obviously, me and Luke watch this game together. But we were just talking about, like, how humiliating it was to just get. All right. No, this is how I want to start It wasn't humiliating. This. this is how I want to start this. So I'm going to name off a bunch of stuff. You're going to tell me which pissed you off the most. Aaron Jones, 170 total Wait, yards no, no, and two no. touchdowns. Let me start. <laughs> if we if that touchdown counts, or it's a one score game with yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like we're like, that's why I'm like it's not that humiliating if you think about it. We're a centimeter, basically over the line. Some people could say from making a one score game late in the thir- fourth quarter, and it's just a little thing like that though. And you look at that swing, and they go down and kick a field goal, and it just looks like a shit. Like they sh- shit stopped us, but they really didn't. I'll keep going though. Yeah, uh, the graphic of Aaron Rodgers has that all was time stupid. highest average QBR against one team, a twenty-two and five record, and then him holding the Chicago Bean, like that was yeah, I the mean, most disrespectful shit that they could. But have it's not like we done. don't like know it already, so it's like whatever. Yeah. Right? At the, at this point, it's like we can't do anything to close the gap. We can close the gap a little bit, but by the time he's done, we could win eight in a row in his next four years, and it's like. We still are down twelve games about on him, so it's like it's like or not twelve it's like eight games down still on him. So it's like I don't know, it doesn't even hurt that much because he's are so dominant already. 
Uh, all right, so that was the second thing I brought up. And then Fields, 11 pass attempts. Yeah, look, there's like re- there's like, you can kind of explain that too because how many times, other than that fir- first drive, he looked good, we ran the ball good, he threw the ball well, we drove down the field, scored a touchdown. Scripted plays. Everything after that, we get a penalty or a sack or a gain of nothing on a run, and then we don't have the personnel on offense to just second and long or second and really long and third and long to do anything. It was like it was three and out. If we didn't get at least five, six yards on the first play or more on first down, we just were, we were going three and out. It was just simple as that. So, like, that's – it literally looked like that. It's not like, yeah, he only threw 11 times because it was three and out every time we didn't do anything on first down. It was that bad. And the one – and we just ran it. We ran the ball really well. We just didn't run it now. Then uh, you also had Darnell Mooney with negative four receiving yards. He hasn't played good at all. And Cole Komet with one target and no catches. No, I mean, we threw 11 times. Wait, what do you want? Him yeah. To, what do you want those guys to get seven targets each? No, <laughs> we throw 11 before, passes? That's not possible. If you guys listened to Galing's segment, when we talked about the Bears in the preseason, we talked about Cole Komet. And how we threw 11 passes. I know, I understand. What do you... What do you he, does, he has zero catches the whole year still, right? And what happened in game one? How many passes did we throw? <laughs> That's a good, great point. He has a total of 28 passes. So yeah, far, right? so what do you expect Cole Komet to get 15? I mean, I guess you did win week one in the Do rain. you expect him to have 21 targets already? No. In 28? Well, that's, that's outrageous. But still, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm just saying, yeah, we our wide receivers and like Cole Komet, they're not doing great, but we haven't thrown the ball enough for them to. It's just, yeah, he, has, he hasn't caught a ball, or he, had, he, did get, he hasn't caught a ball, let's say. But we've thrown 28 passes. So how is he, like, a tight end that's not in a passing offense? He's not, like, a top, like, tier tight end. He's not going to expect to have 10 targets already. Right. But or 10 uh, catches and 28 attempts. I guess just the last thing I want to bring up out of this game, what – let's just pick out one great thing that you – like, just one, like, thing to be optimistic about we were like, in, coming we, out of that game. I yeah, just said it. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I guess I totally forgot we about never, that. So it's like – yeah, that's the thing. You look at the there's, score there's and don't watch the game. There's a lot of angles coming out now, and a lot of people think you broke the plane. I mean, I, no, I, I it doesn't mean, matter it, now. It, but. it probably wouldn't matter anyways because they drive, drove down, kicked the field goal, and it would have been game over anyways. But <laughs> it just would have made it, like, better. We're literally right there to make a one-score game with under 10 minutes left in the fourth. Like, that's got to be a positive going into that because, obviously, we, we're 10-point dogs. And not – I mean, Fields, 7-11, and that interception was just – I mean, at the end, it's like, whatever – but I don't think it was that bad of a game necessarily. All right, that's enough. If you watch the game, that's enough of. Uh, the Bears. The Bears. Let's go to my Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, so I was thinking about what I'm going to say about the Steelers game this week, but it's literally just going to be the same thing over and over again. I feel like for probably the whole year. I mean, it was the same thing over and over last year. I mean, we just our longest pass attempt was 23 yards. Uh, we at, we just close the fucking playbook. Don't even try to make a big play. And, uh, I mean, Najee, he, like, the Patriots, the entire game, they just could have stacked the box, and that's all they had to do. Like, if we're not even going to try to throw on them, then, yeah, just stop Najee, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, but, like, to look back on it, you're like, yeah, you lost TJ Watt, but our defense I st- still played unbelievable. I mean, they scored off of a gunner. I mean, you played the Patriots offense. That's a good point. But Gunnar Oshevsky, if he doesn't muff that punt, 
That's a seven-point swing. Then fucking... Then when Randy Moss, a.k.a. Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> just fucking bodies one of our corners, like, that... What's the fucking chance of that happened? I mean, I get it, like, he did it, but... I mean, that's 14 points right there. That probably should have never happened. And our offense, like, we just... It's it's just so bad. And I have some shit to pull up on my phone that, like, makes it even worse. Let's I mean, see here. I, I'll say this. Would we Did Bears fans not say anything to you guys about Trubisky? What do you expect him to just air the ball out? He never did it with Chicago. He's not a quarterback I mean, that does that. No, I'm just saying, like, our offense coordinator, even last year, I mean, you can say the same thing about Ben. Oh, he can't air it out. But still, it's like. Trubisky if, doesn't do that. Like, Big Ben, Big Ben has his own podcast now, you know. He was talking about the game, and he's like. When I was on those elite Steelers defensive teams, like even earlier in his career than now, they're just past year. He's like, it made me want to like, like it, like just aired out more. No, you're comparing prime big Ben to Mitchell Trubisky though. No, I, he said and even I, last year, he said even last year, he's like, you know, when you have that safety cushion, like the defense can handle it. If you fuck up, it's still, he's like, it's he's still, like, it makes you more confident. It's still like, I don't, I don't know why I never said this, but you guys were so happy with Trubisky, like he's gonna save you guys. He's not like a franchise turning. I get quarterback. what you mean. No, I totally get what you mean. He's but a game like, managing they're not, quarterback. They're they're letting him like do just as much as fucking like what Justin Fields get. Like he did get he did right he did this with the Bears and he won us games. That's what that's what he is. He's just gonna he can win you games, but he's not gonna throw for three hundred yards like, a game you like go, you guys you want. You go up against a fucking Bill Belichick. Team, like I don't care what team it is, and all, you're that one dimensional like that, and you can't even call that's one what dimensional because we can't run the fucking ball. That's what Trisky is. I don't, you know, why you guys just thought no, he was I figured the he's Jesus at least be a fucking in. Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he's not better than Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I know, but like <laughs> play like him. I guess no, I don't know. No, but he's not like you guys were. No, but the throws, the so throws good. he would make, like to the sideline and shit, like his, I guess far throws under 20 yards like he was still making good plays on I know, him but i'm just saying you guys he, he's not what you guys thought like oh he's gonna save our whole entire franchise it's not what trubisky is i never said he well i guess yeah i joke around did. i joke around say you know but now you say you're joking but yeah sure like that if you can't pick up on that fucking sarcasm but here we go we got steelers players after the game deontay johnson says we have to call the right the right plays to get down the field in the right ways then Chase Claypool, we can only do what they tell us to do and execute it. And then Mitch says, call concepts to get receivers there. Call, yeah. So, I mean, everybody's pissed off about the offense coordinator and especially Snoop Dogg. Here's a clip of Snoop Dogg, what he had to say after the game. Man, the Pittsburgh Steelers need a new fucking offensive coordinator. This guy sucks. Coach Tomlin, this is Snoop Dogg, man. Fire that motherfucker and get us a real offensive coordinator. That's all I have to say. And, I mean, Trubisky's not the quarterback to – I don't care if you have – I don't know. I don't even know if, if he's playing for uh, the best offensive coordinator ever. It's like still with Mitch Trubisky. He's still not going to be a guy that's going to come out there and throw for 300 yards a game or 250. No, I totally get it. 200, but, like, if you're gonna go, If you're going to go three and out running the ball anyway, why don't you just fucking try something new? I mean, you only ran the ball 15 times. And like what, like I've never heard that ever time. where every single receiver on a football team is complaining about a play caller. Well, I mean, I mean, wasn't he? Has, how long has he been there? I I know for sure two years. It might be three now. So, I mean, they were like, they never complained when Big Ben was there. It's no, probably we part complain, of the, I complain the wide about receivers, more the, wide, than the wide receivers, the wide receivers. Oh, right, right, right. My bad, my bad. They're like, they weren't 
It's it's a Trubisky thing too. Like, it's not just the play calling. Don't you calling. think the wide receivers would have like confidence in Mitch if they're like, hey, fucking give the guy a Clearly shot? Clearly like, not. Clearly not. Well, why are they only complaining about the coordinator then? Because they don't want to throw Mitch on it. Do you think they're going to go out there and oh, shit on their own, first quarterback? Own coach under the boss. Why wouldn't they? I'd rather shit Mitch? on an offense coordinator than a yeah. than your quarterback. I don't know. I just think since we have three guys come out and complain about the coordinator, I mean, it's got to be. But he, but he was there the last two years with Big Ben. There's nothing really. Obviously, oh, you play a little bit. Terrible. Obviously, wide receivers never said anything though. And we have the same exact team as last year, except for no, that Ben with here's two the minutes thing. left is actually good. So you guys have young receivers, right? Yeah. They, they didn't say anything because Big Ben was there. Why would you talk about Big Ben like that? They finally come out this year when Trubisky's their quarterback. The man I said Trubisky, but. Coincidence. I mean, once like, they get a guy around their age, they start saying shit. They would make up an excuse rather than throw the coordinator under I'm the bus. I'm saying that that's coincidence that they didn't say anything. Obviously, when Big Ben the vets there, I and the I Hall of Famer, and then when a the minute, literally the minute you get one of these younger guys quarterbacks, now you're talking. Shit, now they're talking. Obviously, I know they said coordinator, but it's probably a little bit behind that with the quarterback too. I don't know. I would, yeah. Two games in, they start saying shit already when they didn't say yeah, it in the last two wild. years. That's fucking Steelers wide receivers for you. Yeah. George Pickens hasn't said anything yet. Because he doesn't that's touch good. the ball. <laughs> oh, he had a nice catch on the sideline. I think that's it. But Well, what's he going to say? He goes, I don't know. Throw him, I don't know. Throw yeah. me the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Let's get to a fucking game that actually kind of mattered. But uh, we're talking about the Raiders. The Raiders, they blow a fucking huge lead to the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, Luke, you know this very well. Kyler Murray's the best second court second half quarterback of all time. <laughs> like fantasy Dude, wise. Fantasy wise, it's insane. Jack was saying it. Point one going into halftime yeah. ends up with twenty six. The yeah, the year I had him, so I had him two years ago in fantasy, and he would just he'd shit the bed completely. He'd have like four points, six points at half. And all of a sudden, obviously they're losing, so he just starts running around like a maniac and just getting garbage time. And a guy like him in garbage time is just gonna run every time or just Somehow hit some guy down the field. That's literally what he does every time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, did you see the fans popping champagne at this game? Like <laughs> when they're up by So we go much? from the black hole to this. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just these Vegas fucking blowjobs. But, uh, yeah, and then Hunter Renfro, obviously terrible fumble, but, I mean, it was second down. So third and Renfro is still alive. He and might he got not, hurt. Yeah, he got a concussion from it. So, I mean... Fumble the ball. I mean, it's kind of reasonable. But, uh, yeah, shout out Liam. I mean, you Fuck have it. to. <laughs> you targeted Tay seven times. But he's got to catch more than two balls. No, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, and the Raiders, I don't think we're down on the Raiders at all. I mean, they're going to win some games. They probably shouldn't. And that's just going to be who the Raiders are this year. I mean, they easily should have won this game, too. So Yeah, yeah I mean, that's just – it's no reason they should have lost this game. Oh, and, like, one more thing. Cliff Kingsbury is a shit coach. Like, yeah, if he doesn't have a quarterback yeah. that can improvise like Kyler, like, what the fuck? Who, who would he be? Wait, I mean, the, the thing with Cardinals is they needed this because they need to win, like, not, like, as many games. Obviously, they got to win as many games without D-Hop, but, like, they need to squeak some games out. and if Because they, they can, if they can win, like, three, he's out six weeks, right? Uh, D-Hop? Oh, uh, yeah, I think. Six? So, like, if they can win, like, three, maybe even two and four, you can have a chance at doing something once D hops back just because he's that like good. And you have, cause they're, that's, that's a slept on receiving core with Hollywood and D hop. Oh yeah. You for know, sure. and Zach Ertz is pretty good. So yeah, and, and like James Conner got good. hurt. So like if James Conner comes back, they have a good offense. It's like, 
But obviously, D Hop's not. Have or, you paid attention to you know Benjamin? Their like backup running back. No, he's like exactly like James Conner. Just yeah, he, big touchdown guy. Yeah, I mean, just catches the ball, mm-hmm. does everything. Like so, he, so, I like him yeah. a lot. So this like he's huge for the Cardinals. Does not start on two because now you really don't have to win one or two more games in the next four or whatever. Like to tell you get D Hop back, right? And then you guys are you're sitting decent to still at least make divi- it the playoffs. It's still a tough division, but yeah, they are in the NFC. You have a chance to make the wide open right yeah, now. You have a chance I to make mean, the, the fucking Giants are two and zero. Yeah, but uh, next game the Lions got to win another shootout. Well, the Lions almost fucking blew it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> we know their defense is bad. Their defense played really good the first half. Then Carson Wentz, you know, made some Carson, Carson Wentz magic. Wentz plays. And uh, yeah, the fucking Commanders almost came back. I mean, the Lions. For them scoring this much in two weeks, I mean, it's impressive. Like, the commanders aren't no, like, defense you just sleep on. And then, fuck, who they have last? The Jets? Lion, who? They're not the Jets. Uh, commanders beat. Ravens beat. It was, I forget. The Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles are a good team, too. I mean, they're kicking the shit out of the Vikings right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I Washington, they have a good, like, when they were getting held scoreless for the first half, they have such good receiver, like a Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Dot, Dotson's like a stud. Oh, so far. stud! So I mean, that and they're Logan all Thomas, super young as long as he too. stays healthy. And they're all super young too. Like McLaurin's like his four, third, fourth year. Dotson obviously a rookie, and Curtis Samuel is not much older than McLaurin. They were damn near that same Ohio State team. I think. I think he was a little bit before Samuel was. When but. I first started getting obsessed with Debo Samuel, I was also had Curtis Samuel yeah. on the team. And when Curtis Samuel's healthy. He was, like, really fucking solid. Mm-hmm. And now... When he's on Carolina. Yeah, as long as he can, like, stay healthy, I think he's going to be... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been their fine. best receiver this year. I so mean, Dotson's I, fucking balling out, though. I mean, Samuel's got three touchdowns. Dotson's got three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, just, like, targets-wise and stuff. But, yeah, no, I mean, they they got a good receiving core. But two-head Wentz is throwing them the fucking ball. Uh, Dolphins-Ravens, probably game of the week. Like, this... Oh, my God. What man. a fucking game. Like... The Ravens, they're still so fucking good. Like, with this secondary, I'm like, uh, yeah, wow. I, you, I take no loss, like, to either team. It's like. No, yeah, exactly. It's a moral win for both teams. But, I mean, the Ravens, so they were last last year against the pass. I mean, it was obviously because their whole secondary is hurt. Their secondary on paper right now is the best secondary in football. I will say. And they're, like. It's so hard to guard no, that. <laughs> I, was, I was watching, I forget what sports show today, but they had, like, a bunch of former players and coaches on. And they were all talking about it. They're like, have you ever seen, like, two weapons like this? Like, not, like there's You've obviously seen, been, yeah. like, two good wide receiver duos. But, like, just for how skilled they are, it's unbelievable. Waddle and Hill, obviously, was what we're talking about. But it's fucking crazy. Like, then I'm so happy to see Tua, like, playing good mm-hmm. and everything. And, yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I want Tua to play so well just because he's, he's a like, a good guy in general. You, you can tell. And, yeah, I mean... When you have Waddle and Tyree Kill, I mean, one just runs down the field, the other one's running like a little drag. It's like one goes over top, one goes underneath. How do you, how do you like stop that? Because you either got a safety that's got to just start sprinting and still gonna get burnt, or you got a guy they got to come up and like guard a. It's like impossible. And when you get thirteen targets and nineteen targets between the two of them, and how many? So how many passes do they throw? Fifty. <laughs> no, I was just about to say that I ch- I started Chase Edmonds and he might have got and like the majority of his points in like the third or fourth. Thirty two of them are from thirty two is fifty yard of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and I mean I mean look at the 22, 22 catches between the two of them, four touchdowns, three hundred something yard, three hundred sixty something yard. It's like it's insane how good 
those two are. And it's and it was all in one half, damn near. I mean, Waddle had a pretty good first half, but I don't think Tyree killed it like anything itself felt like in the first half. It all ever like Waddle had like a bunch in a row, I remember. But it's just like all in the second half, it just blew up. And I mean we gotta talk about Lamar too. He had a hell of a game. Oh, we gotta talk about fucking Mike McDaniel coming in with the shades on. Like he's already the I love Mike balls in the wheelbarrow guy, and I just can't wait to see what else the Dolphins can do this year. Like that's and they, fucking and crazy. It's awesome because obviously they're a lot of fun. So Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Tua, they love him because look at what the numbers they're putting up with him. I think it was uh, Sean Payton. He was breaking down just watching Tua. He's like, if you watch Tua this year, like how much he's progressed, it's insane. Like they showed a clip where they're like backed up in their own end zone. And he's not, like, scared at all. He's just sitting there in the pocket, like, looking for receivers, makes a fucking seed down the middle of the it's, field. It's also like, got to be really nice when you're a quarterback and you, you know you can, like, make – you can take a sack because you know you're one big play away if, like, yeah. 80-yard touchdown. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. You know what? You're like, why be scared? You know, if I get sacked, we are literally one play away from a touchdown. Every time, every time they snap the ball, they're one play away from scoring a touchdown. It's crazy. But, I mean, going back to the Lamar thing, what do you want from Lamar? He had 21 of 29, 318, that three game, touchdowns. That game, it's obviously, not, it's obviously not on the fucking he, offense. He didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, he's unreal. He, like, he didn't do anything to lose them this game at no, all. No, literally, if they win if they win this game, is he not, like, at the top for other than Josh Allen, like, top MVP discussion? Yeah, I mean, he, he may not have scored in the second half, but he didn't turn the ball over. No, his last, his last two games... Been just unreal. I mean, yeah, because like last game, obviously he just threw the ball really well. Didn't yeah, run at all. Well, this, this game he threw one nineteen and a touchdown. Yeah, rushing. It's. I didn't even like pay attention to his running. Like he's still like. Fucking granted, he had like a seventy yard, six yard touchdown, <laughs> but still, there's a reason for it because he's just faster than everyone. When I no, I had the over in this game, and right when Scott Hansen or someone said these guys are going to be really fast in this game, I go, oh, I'm taking the over. And they are very fast. Both teams. <laughs> Bateman caught a bomb too. Um, I'm gonna move on to a new segment I like to call Brittany Mahomes mid teams of the week. It's because Brittany Mahomes is mid. But anyway, my first team, the Bengals. I was shitting on the Bengals all day on Sunday. They're not good. No, they're not fucking good. We've so, been saying this too. Everybody knows this stat by now, but I have to say it. Joe Burrow's been sacked 51 times last year, and he's on pace to get sacked 111 times. I mean, yeah, I guess like, that won't happen, but he's been sacked 13 times already. Granted, the Cowboys and the Steelers, he faced two of the top sack leaders. Yeah, I mean, you go against Micah Parsons and yeah, TJ Watt and, like, yeah, granted that, but it's every single play. Burrow's just got somebody in his fucking face. Like, he's going to end up in a goddamn wheelchair. Like, this, it's insane. Like, they've shown nothing to where it's like, oh, fuck, they might. And my favorite part is Lyle Collins. Yeah. They're like, big signing. Got like, new security guard. Got their left tackle. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be your security guard. Like, you're not getting hit no more. Like, fucking, yeah, right. No, it's it's insane. I mean, I I don't think they're that good of a team. The weapons they have are ridiculous. No, it's insane. When Jamar Chase gets a ball in open space, it's fucking. Well, game it's like over. I don't care how like how much how much time you have. If you have three or two all, like all pro wide receivers or Pro Bowl wide receivers, then Boyd was very good before those two got there. Hayden Hurst playing good too, and, and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon like, yeah. how can you? I don't. Obviously, you still need time, but it's like. Someone's got to be open. No, yeah. <laughs> of the th- five targets you have, 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. Shout out Cooper Rush, though. Oh, I mean, it's just a it's it's a all time Cowboys game. They don't do anything last week. They when they don't have out. expectations, <laughs> they fulfill them. I mean, who said? Someone said best. It was Dion. Dion said best. He goes, Jerry Jones is so good at what he does because he convinces us every year that they have a Super Bowl winning team or a good, very good team, and they just don't. He's just so good at like somehow manipulating everyone into thinking they do. He could sell. He could sell tanning lotion to a ginger. Exactly. Uh, my next, Brittany Mahomes, mid team of the week, the Broncos. So the Broncos, they're were so real, bad. Real tough start to the year. Everybody's blaming it on Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, <laughs> I love it because Hackett, oh, when they asked him in the after game after the game, he said something about booing him. He goes, "I don't blame him." He's yeah. like, "He's just a, unacceptable." I mean, it's not good. Like it. I mean, they can't convert at all. And like, it, all right, so a couple plays go different. Maybe it's not this bad. I mean, obviously McManus hits that fucking field goal, but still, you can't lose to the fucking Seahawks. I mean, and then twice fumbling convert, on the goal line. Yeah, I mean that's that's not, not even fault Hackett's either. fault. No, exactly. I mean, it's probably the good play call. I wish you punch one of those. The, yeah, they, you win the game. But uh, but the fans chanting down, like counting down yeah. the clock time. That's fucking hilarious. No, that like the fans, funny. it's week two. They're already sitting. No, it's their first home game, and they're just chanting down the clock time. Like that's. that's I, it felt like crazy. every time Russ dropped back and threw passes to Cortland Sutton too, because Jerry Judy got ended up getting hurt. <laughs> so it's just like every single time it was felt like Sutton caught a ball. Yeah, and he, I mean, though. 11 targets, 7 catches, 122. Jerry Judy did get hurt. My uh, next, Brady Mahomes, mid-team of the week. I mean, I shouldn't really put him on here, but the Rams, I mean, they nearly blew a 28-3 lead against the fucking Falcons, which that's wild. Of course, They're just kind of coasting right now. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're hungover. Yeah, I mean, cause they're going to they're gonna be fine. Like, they're going to win yeah. a lot of games. I mean, Ramsey, people talk shit about Ramsey. He had one of his, probably his worst game ever against the Bills. By far. Yeah. As an individual Well, player. after seeing what Stefan Diggs did tonight, we yeah. understand why. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And what the Bills have been doing. So, but it's like, he just cut bounced back. And he came after the game and they said something about a pick six or something. Like that. They got pick six. They got that They got that pick. To, the Falcons did. Or the fumble. I can't remember what it was. And someone said, Ramsey goes, oh, don't worry. He goes, don't worry about it. He goes, I got us. <laughs> and he goes, and then, because he, he does this little presser, like himself, video after the game. Like himself, <laughs> and he goes, he, he goes, <laughs> he goes. Yeah, I mossed him, and I'm. He, I better be on. You got mossed. He goes, because I mossed the shit out of him. It was so funny. And then after the game, he goes, I'm. He, he's like, I'm him. And then he's like, I love when people doubt me because he had one bad game against Diggs, who dominated. And then he just climbs the ladder, gets climbs the ladder, game winning touchdown. So, uh, my next Brady Mahomes mid team of the week, the Saints. Uh, I mean it. And the Bucks, fuck it. I mean, it, yeah, the Bucks it was, are not playing. It's either. just such a weird fucking like those two teams are just so damn weird, and especially Jameis. Uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, "What did he say?" He just told us to be prepared, and they weren't prepared. No, and it's just like Tom Brady. Obviously, he's gonna beat the Saints sometime. <laughs> and and I did, mean, Tom, but Tom Brady is it's just something about it this year. He is not like I don't know. He's they're struggling. That's probably part of it. But he is. Way more pissed off feels like probably because all that all behind the scenes shit. Yeah, that because he is he was the whole entire game he was screaming something. No, I was like seeing pictures of him like on the sideline. It's like the first time where you're like, oh, Tom Brady looks old. Yeah, and like <laughs> and like and like he does like obviously he's such a good quarterback, so he does like 
animated sometimes so like cuss someone out but it's like every play it felt like this year even in the Cowboys game yeah Spike's a fucking yeah, uh, he's, tablet something's going on and, and I don't then, know uh, there's an, your boy Mike Evans had a little hissy fit too I mean he that's the second time he's been suspended for Marshall <laughs> Lattimore year, incident yeah. that's a fucking hilarious the those, real estate in his head those two are just like you it's gotta like we need that though that's it's fucking perfect. The, the, it's the one like, when was the last time two players have had like a rivalry like that? It's every time they play each other, they get into it every single time. It's fucking perfect. Every single fucking time they play. But uh, now, all right, I have a lot of I have a lot of Brittany Mahomes mid tier teams of the week, but we can kind of go by this one quick. The Browns mm-hmm. lose too. The goddamn Jets. And what a fucking game again. The game's I, over. Yeah, the game the, was the, over. There was kids standing behind Kevin Stefanski ready to, like, charge the field. Like, oh, yeah, we won the fucking game. We beat the damn Jets. And then, no, Joe Flacco had other plans. Joe Flacco's like, yeah, I know week one seemed like I was just getting a fucking contract. Just comes out, balls out. Garrett Wilson. Fuck yeah. Like Garrett Wilson, I had to start him this He's, week. And it just fucking turned out great. How, this rookie wide receiver class is Turning out very, very good. We're gonna be saying that for a long time, though. I feel like, but I mean, think of it's think, every year. It's just been, it's wide been two weeks. Factories. Yeah, it's been two weeks, and Garrett Wilson has played really good. Drake London has also played really good. He was the highest rated last last week, and I think like P- PFP, what, PFF, whatever that, whatever, however they rank those. And then Olave has been playing like pretty good. Yeah, considering they had the Saints yards. have not been playing good. Yeah, he had eighty yards last mm-hmm. last game. And then J- Dotson. Yeah. Fuck I mean, that's yeah. all I can think of right now, but... Well, Mechie's injured, and Met, yeah, George so. Pickens as Mitchell Brisky. But those guys were... Like, I'm, like these are the first-rounders, and <laughs> yeah, like, for sure, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, also on this game, that fucking logo is hideous. I'm just going to get that out of the way. You need to get rid of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean... You lost... You can't lose the Jets in the way you, you lost. You can't have an elf it. as your fucking mascot. <laughs> the Browns, We've if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, just be the Cleveland Dogs with a W. Like, just figure it out. Yes. You already have the dog pound. It'll be, your fans will fucking love it. Then Amari Cooper must not be a hands team guy. Dropping in, dropping on sidekick. He's just not, he, I've never been an Amari Cooper guy. Like, in the NFL, he's just, like, not, yeah, he's, he's mid. Yeah, he's he's mid. Yeah, he is, he's <laughs> pretty Mahomes. But, uh, yeah, then my last pretty Mahomes team of the week, of the year probably, is the Colts. I mean, I get it. Your whole team's hurt. But you can't fucking get shut out by the Jaguars. You just can't. That's something you don't do, ever. Like, I get it, Colts Especially fans. Especially the expectations that like, you had every, for yourself. Every Colts fan on earth is like, all right, you mark, you see your schedule at the beginning of the year every year. You're like, all right, shit, we got Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Of course, you know, division game, and we're going to lose. And no Not shit. Bad. Yeah, you don't get fucking shut out. Like, come on. First of all, I, we, I said this before. I said this when Jackson was on our podcast. What the hell are they doing with their quarterback situation? Recycling, just they're literally getting they're literally getting washed up quarterbacks with it's no terrible. with not great weapons around. It's like them. it's like going to a thrift store. You know, you're like, oh shit, I could wear this for like a couple months. It'll look pretty cool. You're like, no, I mean, it doesn't. It's, it's like tattered a bit, but uh, anyway, that's all I have for Brady Mahomes mid teams of the week. And then I just have one more segment. This is going to be really quick. Shouldn't be allowed on TV. Teams of the Week, sponsored by Chris Collinsworth. The Carolina Panthers. There's 
Matt Rule's like 10 and 25. Matt Rule Rule might be the worst fucking... Oh, no, okay. Well, we have Adam Gase. But, I mean, other than that... Because Matt Rule looks like a fucking dumbass, too. He started 3-0 in his career, too. And (laughs) so since then, he's not... Since then, he's 7 and 25. Yeah, that's... It's outrageous. I just feel bad for everybody. He he doesn't want to be there. Well, it it also sucks that the opening kick, they... Fucking Muffet. <laughs> then, then the next the next drive, I think they had a fumble. They're a dumpster fire. And, and the reason for it is obviously Matt Rule. And Baker is showing that he's not a good quarterback. You hear what uh, Saquon Barkley said about Brian Dable after the game? They asked him uh, if he knew all the words to, I think it was like, it was some song by Biggie Papa. He's like, oh, yeah, he knows every word. <laughs> like, it's fucking. But I mean, it's like, Baker, it's showing he is terrible. I mean, he's trying. The though. Browns had two really good running backs and the best offensive line. Like, even in that and game. And he had Odell for a little bit. And yeah. What did Odell do when he left? I mean, even in that game, I'm like, Baker's going to win this fucking game because he's making Baker plays and then it's fucking G-Man. No, I actually hate Baker Mayfield because he just r- scrambles when he's in trouble. That's just all scrambles. he can do. Yeah, he just runs. Like, what he, he, it's so hard to watch him play football. And then I don't know because I didn't check this off, but shout out Jimmy Garoppolo. Way to get your job back. I love it. I, I lo- He came in there, and everyone was happy for him on the team. He was so happy to win. It was just, everyone was happy. It was just awesome. I can't believe Not like they're like, oh, thank God Trey Lance's out. It's just, they're just happy for Jimmy G. I have a, I actually have one more game. I couldn't believe I didn't bring this one up first. Chiefs fucking Chargers Thursday oh, night shit. football. I totally forgot about that. The most electric game I've ever bet on in my life, maybe. Well, other than March Madness, but... Fucking Justin Herbert, broken ribs. Couldn't run a yard. Couldn't run a yard to get the first down. Very next play, absolute seed. Gets us, scores his touchdown, and then me and Luke are just, well, we went over to the boys' house, you know, Thursday. We were kind of parched, and we just went fucking off. Like, covers the game for us, and then, like, like I know fucking Barcelona said this, but I preach the same words because I felt the same way, but... When they interviewed Mahomes after the game, they're like, "What? Like you thought the fucking Chiefs lost? Because like the, literally, that's the how Charger, the Chargers. That's fucking just crazy. Like Herbert is such a fucking stud. It, it was like perfect. Whoever made the mistake, that's who like the other team won, and the Chargers just made the mistake. Mahomes should have made about three of them. Yeah, but that's how football works. And I, I mean, the Chargers defense. No, you know, unbelievable. You know the Chargers after that game, they're like, "Yeah, we fucking want it. Like we're good." Like it. Their defense is unbelievable. Well, I mean, yeah, Bolsa and fucking Mac just coming off the edges. J.C. Jackson, Kyle Van Noy, fucking their linebacker was Derwin, wearing. Then you have Derwin, yeah, Derwin James, James too. and Asante Samuel should have two interceptions. Then like one of their linebackers was wearing a C on his chest. I'm like, oh shit, he must be good too. <laughs> it talent wise, by far the best defense in the league. It's not close. It can't. It. it can't be. All right, let's hop into college football. Here we go. Let's just start off with the first, or start off with the Hawks. So we played Nevada. It rained a lot. Brandon Walker said this. Shout out him, but he said uh, they should have just played in the concourse because both teams can't move the ball anyway. I'm like that's fucking hilarious. But uh, that actually is very funny. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was just a uh, we won. It was I guess it wasn't an ugly game, but. Like we, well, it, we won. It was, it was, it's hard to even judge the game because it was like we shut them out three so. three times. We'd come back out there and they for a couple of plays and they send you back. And so it's like it was weird. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know what was going on in the game because you couldn't 
really do it because they, other than the first half, the whole second half was just split into four or five quarters. Yeah, shout out to Tori Taylor. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. fucking. It was one of those where it's like after the first half is, just, or after all those delays, if you're Iowa, you just like, just let's just get this thing over with. We don't need to do anything. Let's just run the ball and just take some clock. Just get the game over with. Yeah. We're going to win. Yeah. But uh, next game I have Texas A&M versus the U. Luke, I know you're heavily invested in this game, so I'm just going to let you talk about it. 17-9, uh, Texas A&M upsets Miami. Luke, you were all over this shit, so, yeah, you can go ahead. I mean, that goddamn defense is so good. Like, they're supposed to be so good going into the year, and it's not like they weren't. They shut out week one. Week two, they lost to have State, but it's not like their defense didn't play good. And then once, once I saw that Max Johnson was starting – Max Johnson's not a good quarterback, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's really good, but... They were sucking his dick on the broadcast, though. Yeah, they, they were. They were just going on and on about how good Max Johnson is. I'm like, okay, okay. No, right. it, it was just like, I didn't think Miami's really that good, other than their quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's first year. Yeah, Chris like, Ball got there at, like, the time when you can't even recruit your own guys. You just kind of get what you get. Yeah. But, I mean, Texas A&M, it was an easy, it's an easy game, betting-wise. They come off a bad loss, and they're favored by six against a team that's ranked higher than them. It's just easy, and I was going to win this game. And it seemed like the whole entire they just dominated. Miami was they drive, kick a field goal, maybe if they got there. Obviously, three field goals, but Max Johnson did what he had to do to win, and they won. The running back's a stud too. Oh, the next game, I'm just going to go over this real quick: Oregon versus BYU. So BYU ruined their playoff chances, but uh. Bo Nix, I mean, I fucking still hate Bo Nix, but he's going to have these games. Like, Bo Nix games, he does have, it. Yeah, he's going to have Bo Nix games where he just balls out. It's like, whatever. But I, I think Oregon's good. No, I they think, are. I think it's it's just a testament how good Georgia is. That's all this is showing right no, now. No, exactly. That's I mean, if all you this get, is showing If you right get now. shits on the Georgia, so does the rest of the country. Heather, maybe Alabama. Because, I mean, the game he had was unbelievable. Or like, Oregon in general. 41-20 against BYU. It's like, that's crazy. And... He's just, like how is George? I just want. I just don't know how George is this good. Well, that's Seth, all I'm saying. Like you want to talk Seth about this? Ben is playing like an actual quarterback, though. His receivers are. It's they get so wide open. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how it's done. And Brock Bowers. We might as well talk about that game for a little <laughs> bit. Brock Bowers is the best foot college foot pass catcher I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Tight end. Did, I mean, did you watch the highlights? <laughs> No, I didn't give a fuck because I knew Spencer Adler's piece of shit, and I knew Georgia was gonna absolute curb stomp him. Holy cow! So I want to watch the highlights because I just like I want to see Georgia. Brock Powers is so fucking good at football. No, like I mean, there's like he's just, a sophomore. There's just certain places you're put in life where like you look across at another person, and you're like, wow, that person can dominate me in every single aspect of whatever you're doing, and that's what every player that lines up against Brock Powers is thinking. Yeah, like granted, I haven't been around too long to know what some of the dominant guys have been there, but Brock Bowers, by far the best I've seen. And it's been like three games, and he's a sophomore. Yep. He does. He had like three or four touchdowns, and they just a couple of times they just throw it up, and he just lost the shit out yeah, of you. Yeah, fuck it. He's got to be open. They'll throw sc- they, they ran three end-around like reverses to him. You don't run reverse with a tight end. <laughs> Unless you're fucking Nathaniel Hackett and get a fumble. Or yeah, whatever. but I mean, they throw <laughs> they do it with him, and he'd get 15, 20 yards. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what the hell? 
Uh, next game, Michigan State versus Washington. I'm only bringing this up because we shit on Michael Penix so fucking hard last year. He oh, I shit on start the year, yeah, too. He transfers to Washington, and they fucking put up 11, on, beat Michigan State by 11. Like, And I was listening to – I listened to two college football podcasts today, and they're still confident. Like, Michigan State's going to upset somebody this year. I mean, that's just who Michigan State is. That's tuck. But, yeah, Washington, that, that just wasn't their fucking game. No, I mean, going to Washington, and, like, that's another game. It's, like, I, I think Suppy and Jay Kerms, they were betting, they bet on Michigan State. I'm, like, that's the dumbest thing you could do. Why the hell would Michigan be dogs going to Washington as yeah. an 11-ranked team in the country? Exactly. And why Washington just put it on them. Like, th- that was another game. It's, like, why the hell did they not bet on it? Oregon-BYU, another example. Why the hell did they not put it on Oregon? <laughs> Dude, like... I talk about it all the time, how you look at the damn lines and just go with it. And that was two games I should have done it. Uh, Luke, finish my sentence. We are... Penn State. Yeah, they, they ran... Might be one top to Ran do. all the fuck over Auburn. I mean, 41 at 12. What a fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that running back's a freshman, too. Holy fuck. Number 10. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, they were... Sean Clifford is an insane recruiter. Like, his last couple classes have been nuts, so probably... Sean Clifford, you mean? Or what? I James Franklin. Yeah, James Franklin. Jeez. I think Sean Clifford's a sixth year senior. Yeah, he's probably a good recruiter. Too. I think it's Singleton. I think is it? Yeah, yeah, this is him. Nicholas Singleton. We're going to see his, yeah, freshman. He had, in this game, God damn it, I just lost it. He had 10 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. At Auburn. Yeah, fuck him. War Eagle. Or <laughs> yeah, Luke Luke on the podcast goes, they don't have Walker Kessler anymore. They don't have Jabari Smith. They <laughs> he was just going on and on. All their basketball <laughs> players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was easy. It was easy, Penn State. They're very good at football, Penn State, is this year. And scary. No, we don't play them. Never mind. All right, I'm going to get into my shout-outs of the week in college football. Shout-out Texas for beating the shit out of UTSA. A lot of people had that game circled on the calendar. Like, this is a game that Texas loses. Wrong. No Quinn Ewers. Doesn't matter. Horns up. My next shout-out, already said Georgia, so I'm going to skip that. Shout-out Purdue and Syracuse. Like, Purdue's the best one and two team in the country, and Syracuse being 3-0, and it's fucking wild. No, so, not just Syracuse. Every single Blue Bloods 3-0. Yeah, I mean, if you're a basketball school, it's a great fucking day. I mean, other than Villanova, because they got absolutely ran all over by uh, what's They're that, Army. Though. They're an <laughs> Yeah, yeah, though. that's fair. But, but it's Duke, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, Syracuse, UCLA. All three and all. Yeah, but another one of my shout- football schools. Another one of my shoutouts was Kansas. Kansas is officially back, and uh, but unnecessary. You can say it. You can say they're back because their over under wins was two and a half, and they already yep, beat it. Exactly, and uh, unnecessary roughness was talking about it. They're like Kansas coach. There's he. I guess he has ties to Nebraska, and they're like Nebraska is going to pay this guy like ten million. Like they're just there's just something Nebraska would do. But it'd be so much fun to just coach at Kansas because you have, yeah, no, expectations. You have no expectations. And you just, you know what? Like, we still make more money than the basketball team anyway. It's it's two, 2007 <laughs> vibes. They might get that top five. They might get two in the country. Uh, my next shout out Appalachian State and Luke Holmes. What a fun, like, that, like, what a perfect well, rivalry. No, I have game. a better sh- shout out Troy. Yeah, I mean, that, them too. Yeah, they covered. But, like, what a perfect rivalry game. They're like, everybody's like, oh, why the fuck is uh, college game day in Appalachian State? That's why. That is Fucking why. It was 60, so electric. Like, 60-yard Hail Mary winners. That's why. Uh, 
My next shout-out is Notre Dame's offense coordinator for absolutely ripping the fuck out of Notre Dame's quarterback. Uh, if you bet with us this weekend, you bet on Notre Dame. I'm sorry for that. That was my decision. But, yeah, their backup quarterback just got absolutely reamed. He said, do your fucking job. The team's fucking relying on you. That's, and, what, that's what I got out of that And clip. he responded in the best way. He yeah. came down, drove down field, scored touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, they Couple won. They won, but they didn't cover. So Notre Dame still fucking sucks. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so that's, is that all for you? Uh, I have my uglies of the week. All right, I'm going to give you a couple. Uh, Ohio State put up 77. When everyone oh, yeah. said, oh, and we, because we said it, if you're the problem with Ohio State was their offense, it's good because yeah. they're going to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. And they just put, I don't care who they play. They played Toledo, but. 77 points is a lot yeah, of points. Yeah, 77 points. Like, you can't fucking. A lot of points. I think that was the only one that I had. Uh, my uglies of the week Florida versus South Florida. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> South Florida lose by three, and it's like, They're oh my really God. really bad football. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Florida, like, after week one, we're like, oh shit. AR 15 and the boys. He is Here so he bad. Yeah, fuck. Now, Florida has a huge game this week, don't they? At Tennessee. Yeah, fuck. Tennessee. I mean, yeah, that's where game day's at, right? <laughs> Expect Tennessee to put up what forty. The, the, if you're a Utah 50, if you're a Utah fan, 60. this isn't helping your guys' case yeah, at all yeah. to make the playoffs. Terrible. Because we all because everyone is saying if you're Utah, you can lose this game because it's week one, Florida at the swamp. Okay, this is before they were ranked at all. But and then so like, okay, they lost. So like, okay, we just gotta go and feed and win. But now it's like Florida's looking really bad, so I don't know. Uh, my next ugly of the week is Wake Forest winning by one point to Liberty, 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 Liberty. And it's because they missed a two-point conversion to win. Liberty yeah. won for it all. Yeah, exactly. That That's fucking tough. But Sam Hartman, he's one of the locker room guys. They got so. Clemson this week, so Logan, shout out Coin. Uh, Probably my biggest ugly of the week, Nebraska. I mean, <laughs> just losing 49-14 to 14 at home, and the line was what, 11? Fuck me, that's so bad. Then I like I generally feel bad for Casey Thompson because he's played for the two biggest like bust yeah like team bust of teams in college football like history. Like it's I feel so bad for him. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, and then I think that's all my uglies of the week. Oh, I just had one. Shit, I was scrolling. I lost it. Um, um, I got it right here. No, whatever. I forget it. All right, then I just have two uh, et cetera things in the news. So I don't know if this guy is a dumbass or like a locker room guy, but Dennis Schroeder just turned down $84 million to save the Lakers. I mean, no. They win a championship. I would, I would do anything. I don't care how gay it is to get $84 <laughs> million compared to two. Fuck. I, I don't care. Sign me up. Like, that's wild. Uh, no, like he's got to feel like such an idiot. Yeah, to do like it, at first we were saying like he's an idiot, but he goes no. Like I said, he goes okay, maybe he didn't want to be on Lakers, but you come back after a year, you come back and make no nothing. So fucking unless, unless they win a championship, this guy he could be the reason. You could say you'd be like, oh, if Dennis Schroeder doesn't turn down that eighty-four million. Uh, the 2012 NBA, I mean, Olympic dream team, they're making a documentary about him. 
That's going to be sick. Hopefully LeBron doesn't have his hand in it because he'll probably get sued again. If you remember last week's headline, but I can't, I actually can't wait for that. Cause like, Oh, that's awesome. Obviously, you watch the... That's like when I fell in love with basketball, I think. Like, obviously, you watch the Dream Teams one, and you're like, okay, you obviously know them all. Yeah. But these guys, like, we actually know them, like, their yeah. careers and stuff. I mean, like, fucking 90% of them are still playing, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Imani Bates got arrested. I mean, it's not a locker room guys podcast. We're not talking about somebody get arrested. But, yeah, two, two gun felony charges. I mean, talk about a guy that had everything going for him. Yeah. Exactly, and I'm gonna because this kind of transitions really good. But the NBA and the CBA agreement, they're likely to lower the draft age. If they did that a couple of years ago, Imani Bates goes fucking what top ten in the draft? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean that's, that's just crazy. And I it mean, was like it was like a good. I think it, this year was going to be such a good thing for him too because he gets get out of the spotlight of Memphis. Yeah, because there's a lot of allegations going on in Memphis. Big like recruiting like. Market now, I don't, I don't know. Well, he goes home. Just a lot of shit. You go home to a small school yeah. at home. You're not going to get any spotlight. It's just going to be you balling out if you can. Well, I d- so I don't want to just make assumptions, but like you hear a lot of college coaches talk about it. They want like the recruits to move away from home because a lot of times, like a lot of these guys come from like places where there's a lot of distractions, like a lot of like people influencing you to do bad shit. And I mean, if he's has two guns on him, like I mean, it's it's Eastern Michigan, so like Michigan doesn't have like the best like, track record. Yeah, of, yeah, you know, like violence and everything. Mm-hmm. So probably did have it for like protection or whatever. So like, you don't want to judge him for that, but still, like it's just crazy. Like I feel so like I feel bad for him, but I, at the same time, it's like yeah, I mean, it out, you know, it's got to be smarter. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's. But I kind of want to talk about that though. The NBA with the new CBA agreement, they're likely to lower the draft age. I mean, that's. I mean, with with uh, nil, we kind of figured this would happen, but I mean that's just crazy. Like, think what could happen now. I mean, college basketball. I I don't want to say it'll hurt college basketball. I think it will because I mean the longer guys stay, like the better. Like, it's gonna, the it's gonna be a lot more are. fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I Obviously, mean, maybe the talent, like, but you won't you won't notice. Like, give it. So let's say it starts now, right? And so you start losing the talent, those fresh that freshman talent right away. Obviously, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, last year these teams were way better. But give it ten years down the road, you're not you're gonna forget that. It's just gonna be you're good, you're not even gonna notice like the talent difference. It's just gonna be like, just it's just gonna be normal that they're not maybe not as talented. But you're not gonna recognize that. You're still gonna think they're really like going oh, right. And if you if you look at like every March Madness, how many times do you really talk about freshmen anyway? No, yeah, cause freshmen like, aren't the reason you win. No, exactly. In college basketball. I mean, like you win regular had, season games with freshmen. Yeah, like we had them like Kentucky teams, but like that's about it. Like it's just, yeah. yeah I mean, you gotta have experience. When I mean, we said it all, we say it all the time. You have to have experience in college basketball to win. I think it's just gonna make it so much. It's gonna make it a better like basketball. I don't know if that. Well, makes and sense. also like a big advantage that teams pro buy, sports teams buy into a program. A big advantage that pro sports have is name like recognizability. I'm just gonna make up that word, but like recognition. That's the recognition. word. There you go. Recognizability. College student. But uh, yeah, that that's all. It's just only gonna help. So no, I I I, I, I like transfer it. Transfer portal, I hate fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, I like it, and you get a chance. I like so yeah, you can get to the pros faster. But now with the NIL, they might not change anything because you can just make money in college. Yeah, I mean that's a great. You, know, point like too. you, you can almost like, make more money in college. If you're if you're like talking to your agent or like a scout or whatever, and they tell you like, hey, you're just gonna sit like. 
fuck that. I'll just go get an absolute bag in college. Yeah, that, so, so it might it yeah it might not change a goddamn thing. Yeah, I mean it might well, not change anything. Like think about the NBA. Like how many. I mean, I can't just say how many 18-year-olds, but, like, even back then, like, how many 18-year-olds, like, really made an impact, like, right out the yeah, like, like, LeBron, LeBron T-Mac, Kobe, but, like, those but were... Kobe didn't make it... Kobe right oh, away Oh, yeah, that's a play. good point, yeah, but... And those are all stretched apart, too. Like, it's yeah. not... I mean, Kevin Garnett, like, I don't know. I don't know how he started. It's, like, maybe... It's maybe, Dwight like... Howard, I don't know how they started their careers. Was, really. Yeah, maybe, like, one guy a year that was, like, yeah. actually worth the fuck, so... Yeah, so it's... Uh, it. I don't know. I think it... I, I might not change at all. Considering the you can make money in college. Well, and j- the names I just listed off, they're all Hall of Famers. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's, and there was like, more than just them I did it. Yeah. I mean, a there's lot of guys, guys who bad. definitely like, weren't good at all. So, but it, it's, I mean, um, this could be per- like a personal thing. Oh, wh- what better time to be a college athlete, though? Yeah. You fuck. go to, you, you're going to be a top, so you're a top recruit. You got to go to college. College, first of all, is a lot of like, even if you, like, don't, like, go out all the time, like, party all the time. It's got to be one of, the, like, the best, thi- like, most fun things. You get playing basketball with, like, a bunch of you got friends. You're going to make a lot of money. It's just, like, the atmosphere and everything compared to, I mean, you got, I mean, Jalen Green went right to the NBA. He made a shit ton of money, and he's good, but it's just, it, but well, he didn't go to the NBA. He went to G League first. But I, th- I think it's, like, what better time to be, a, like, a really good college athlete than right now? Well, like, and or even the future when you're making like, a lot of NIL, you don't have to give a fuck about school at all because I mean, no, because you know the, you're gonna get there at the end of the day. You're like, let's just say you get hurt. I mean, you're gonna have a car dealership in your college town anyway, so that's fine. And what's the difference <laughs> of going to, so yeah, it's like, what's the difference of going to college and being really good? If, like, let's say you are really good in college, and it's like not like you were gonna make that money in the NBA. You're, you're going to be a bust no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, out of high school, if obviously if you go to college and you're really good and then you go to the NBA and you're a bust, you're going to be a bust out of high school too. Yeah, I mean. It only is going to help you going to college. Drew Timmy is going to make 10 times more money at Gonzaga exactly. than he will. <laughs> Oscar Deshibwe is an also great example. Why did he come back? Yeah, he's so undersized, and it's not like he can stretch the floor, so it's like, fuck it. Like. He can rebound, but he's not that big. But it's like a lot of guys I, I, don't, I don't. I'm Guard, gonna, guards rebound in the NBA. Yeah, this could be so, a, this could be a hot take. I don't think it'll change at all. No. You're gonna lose a couple guys, not like you're already losing them to the G League anyways. Yeah, I mean, ignite. It's like what's the difference? I feel like I don't know. But anyway, do you have anything left? Nope. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep blowing up our Instagram. That's fucking awesome. Make sure you sh- check and out TikTok. our TikToks. Uh, we're we're still on a side if we're making Thursday episodes yet, but we're oh we have a camera stand coming so like likely we're gonna do like drafts just like other content post that on the tiktok so make sure you follow that but as always thank you for listening and take your easy this kid is a gamer he's a follower he's a playmaker and a shot smaller in case you didn't know i got t-boat he shattered the mold and all he does is win all, all, all he does is win games listen i got t-boat he shattered the mold and all he does is win all, all, all he all he does is unleash tell t-boat let him go it's time turn him loose let him play let him play okay, on sunday unleash tell t-boat let him go it's time turn him loose let him play
going to church Sunday. Run, pass, option, I think that's my game. I guarantee you that! I'm no John Elway. He's rewriting the book. Week in and week out. He's a unique football player. That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut taller. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut taller. Unleash Tim Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Right. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more game. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.